Welcome to the 60th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is October 28th. Wow, we are already almost to November. I can't even believe it. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. For me, it's been a kind of a challenging few months. I'm just going to be honest with you. It has been challenging. I've just been going through some uh, spiritual battles, uh, physical battles, and emotional, and it's just been kind of thing after thing after thing. But God is good. God is faithful. God is holy, righteous, and just. And maybe you are going through some of that too. Maybe this is a really hard season. I just want to encourage you that the Lord God says he will never leave us or forsake us, that he will always be with us. He bends down to hear our prayers. When we cry out to him, he answers our prayers. So we just thank God so much that we have him to rely on, that he will never, ever disappoint us, and that we can always trust him. I hope you've been outside enjoying this beautiful fall weather. I know that I have been on hikes and just enjoying the colors. And now it's so hard to see that most of the leaves are falling off the trees. And now that we know that winter is kind of just around the corner, but I'm cherishing the nice weather while we still have it. If you or anyone you know would be a great fit for the podcast, please reach out to me. Or if you know anyone looking for a speaker for a youth or women's event, I love to encourage others in their walk with Christ. I'd love to talk with you. You can reach me at nmblazc at hotmail.com. It's been a while since my last podcast. Life has been full. Four months ago, the Lord called our family to start a church house. We are honored and blessed to be a part of Abundant Life Church in Lee Summit, Missouri. God is doing amazing things for his kingdom in our community. We praise the Lord for letting us be a part of it. I am honored to have Pastor Kyle Worsham, the online pastor from Abundant Life Church in Lee Summit, Missouri, with me today. Pastor Kyle has a heart for spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, making disciples, worshiping the Lord, planting churches, and being a pioneer in the faith. Pastor Kyle is married to his lovely wife, Sarah. Welcome, Pastor Kyle. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I am honored to have you on the podcast. Oh, it's a joy to be here, seriously. Uh, it's such a gift. Pastor Kyle came all the way from Kansas City up north to where we are, so mm -hmm. we're just so blessed that you get to be here with us. Well, thanks for having me. It's a joy to be with you and your yeah. family. You're an amazing, amazing couple doing incredible things. Well, thank you. We're honored to have you here. We have been all blessed by your time here. Thank you so much. Pastor Kyle, can you tell us a little bit about your role at Abundant Life? Yeah, uh, it's a little new. It's a little different. Uh, and if you know what I'm doing, please let me know. But I'm the online pastor at Abundant Life. Uh, just a unique, I call it more like research and development of what the new method of the church is. Because I really think this is the future of the church. And so just going to dig in on how to do it well, where people from around the world can be equipped, empowered, to make disciples and be disciples wherever they are in their communities. Wow, that's amazing. And that's such a, I mean, like you, I know Abundant Life says this is a pioneering spirit mm -hmm. because I have never heard of this before. Mm -hmm. um, we, as many of you guys know, we're in uh, Wisconsin and Abundant Life's home is mm -hmm. in Kansas City, uh, Lee Summit. Um, and so by doing this online campus, we're able to be a part of Abundant mm -hmm. Life, even though we are this far apart. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, to think about it in this way, you guys are members of Abundant Life, though there's not a 
campus or a physical building, even like a church plant in a gym, mm-hmm. uh, like over a, an hour plane ride away. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just really cool because I really think this looks a little bit more mm-hmm. like the original church, right? Paul Absolutely. didn't get to like just have built a building where they were. He actually mm-hmm. was about the people or the church itself was about the people. So I just, I think it's a really beautiful thing that God's allowing us to be part of. Uh, we, we couldn't agree more. We are just honored and blessed to be able to be a part of it. And this is all new for us mm-hmm. too. We're only, I think, four or five months mm-hmm. in. And we have just been so blessed to be able to gather in our home and to um, be able to minister and worship together and grow together. Mm-hmm. We're just so really blessed. Um, can you tell us, because you know the people hear this word church house, and um, I know that Abundant Life is wanting to go there for the future. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what that looks like of doing church this way. Yeah, so really, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of baggage around house church because uh, that can mean a lot of different things in our culture. It can mm-hmm. mean uh, people starting a church plant. Uh, it can mean uh, people kind of going like a division and going in their own way, or maybe just somebody going, hey, I, I want to do a church, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to grow it, but I have some friends I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that can be under um, the protection and umbrella of a church, or it can be very separated with no uh, protection or um, leadership over mm-hmm. them. And so because of all of that baggage, uh, not baggage, but just thoughts on mm-hmm. it, uh, I actually re-switched the name to church house to put church as the primary this is a church to give value to uh people in in africa people in china people around the world in third world countries they call this a church in their homes like i have a friend in africa who's actually a member of our church uh he's actually a pastor and pursuing the church house thing and he they don't have a building does that make sense and so uh, there's a beauty inside that where it's never been about the building. Uh, it's really always been about the people. And so we just kind of like saw that the scripture laid into this went, hey, mm-hmm. there was houses in Ephesus, Galatia. Mm-hmm. And and they just said that's the church because the people would gather and they would devote themselves to the apostles teaching, to the breaking bread, to the prayers into the fellowship and then they would break bread with each other's in each other's houses mm-hmm. so it's never about where they were doing that it's about how they were doing it and who they were doing it with and so i even said from stage um the first time i was at on stage at uh, our kansas city lee summit campus it's not about where you do church mm-hmm. it's about who you do church with and so practically what that looks like is people uh in any area of the world from Russia to China to wherever they are, doing church in a house, specifically the gathering where they they do communion, uh, they do the ordinances, they watch sermons, they worship together. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part about it is they actually, um, and you guys do this, we did it this morning mm-hmm. at y'all's yeah. church house here, um, they, they sit after the message and talk about what did God lay on your heart, what did God say, and then what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And so instead of being like, hey, how was the sermon as we go to lunch? And everybody's like, it's yeah. good. Yeah. There's actually like a devotion and an obedience portion, which I've seen literally change lives, souls, hearts, directions of lives. So. I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. You have to tell everybody what you call that. You call that the what? Uh, the obedience portion? Yes, yes. You call <laughs> that and, and how we do that after. Uh-huh. After we call it the secret. Uh, it's the secret sauce. It's secret sauce. It, that's the secret sauce of the church. A disciple 
I've already put in the definition of a disciple. Mm-hmm. And theologians, you can, you can tell me I'm wrong. But I think in Matthew 28, Jesus says, go in the world, make disciples. And then he says two phrases. Like baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And then he goes and teach them yeah. to observe all that I've commanded you. Or you look at it deeper, it's teach them to obey. Yes. all that I've commanded. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the reason we call it the secret sauce of the, ch- the mm-hmm. church house is because that portion is all about teaching people how to obey what God said to them Absolutely. right after the sermon happens. Absolutely. I, oh, Pastor Kyle said that so well and described that so well. That is, I, 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 we couldn't love abundant life more. The teaching, the worship, the preaching, we could not love that more. But just that, just that secret sauce, however you like to word that. I love that phrase. It is so rich. Mm-hmm. It is like almost like you get a small group and doing church at the mm-hmm. same time, all in one. Mm-hmm. And I love to see you have your children together. You have, um, there's little ones. We have older people. We have grandparents. We have all different varieties of people. And they are reflecting on what God's word mm-hmm. said to them and how what he was speaking to their heart. Yeah. And, it is just one of the most beautiful mm-hmm. things. Even to give perspective mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the New Richmond Church House, mm-hmm. there's a 12-year-old girl that basically said, I want to be obedient by pursuing my one. I want to lead somebody to Jesus. Had names and then also started talking about how she's praying about being a missionary one day. Because that's God, that's what God's been laying on her heart, and that's a twelve. I mean, me as a twelve-year-old, mm-hmm. I was worried about school and yeah. you know making the yeah. A team in basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And you have this girl that's actually blessing and inspiring and empowering me as more. a pastor, and so that's why it's just the secret sauce. It's it's allowing uh, another person in the church house crying, mm-hmm. thinking about reaching mm-hmm. the loss in his life. And his six-year-old son is in the room instead of in another room watching his dad's heart break for the loss. Absolutely. And to me, that's discipleship one-on-one because discipleship's not only taught, Absolutely. it's caught. And Absolutely. that was him catching his dad's heart for the loss in his life. So it's just beautiful. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. That is, that is you just said that so well, Pastor Kyle. I That is my favorite thing just to see how people take what the word has said and and just apply it and just the children and i've just seen my children look at my husband as mm-hmm. he's leading because like i maybe have said before that's kind of a little i'm a little more verbal so maybe i'm a little bit louder in that part um but my husband is very much the leader of the home but they get to see him lead in that way and it's just so beautiful mm-hmm. and all the rest of the people in the church um getting to see their families and their, maybe their dads be vulnerable or their mothers be vulnerable and just share their hearts mm-hmm. and they learn and mm-hmm. they grow and it's it is truly a beautiful beautiful thing mm-hmm. um we talked a little bit about i touched on a couple of things about different ways church houses um can start and um there's a lot of misconceived ideas yeah. about church houses can you share a little bit with the listeners about what this model might look like yeah so again there's a lot of different models of church. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Eastern models. There's Western models of the Christian church. Some are more focused on outreach. Some are more focused on inreach. Like how do we how do we care? How do we love Jesus? So uh, specifically with even our campus models mm-hmm. at Abundant Life, 
uh, we chose, even before I was here, to actually have a, um, a satellite model, which means that there's really, there's, there's multiple teachers, but there's primarily one teacher, which the pros, there's cons, but the pros of that is it allows for people like a church house leader yeah. to not have to have a job mm -hmm. and then come home on a Saturday when they could be resting with their family and yes. Sabbathing, pursuing the, the theology of Sabbathing mm -hmm. and having to write a sermon or mm -hmm. thinking about it throughout the week. Now, some people can do that, mm -hmm. but it allows them to actually care, like, care about the people mm -hmm. more than care about like getting a sermon done. Absolutely. And so... When we do that as campuses, like we have buildings in the Kansas City area, all of those campus pastors don't preach. Mm -hmm. They preach sometimes, but not all the time. Yes. And so it was an easy model to go, when we do a church house, the way to align them theologically and make sure people are prote yeah. be protected mm -hmm. was that we're, in our campuses, we have a satellite. So our church houses are really just smaller micro-satellite campuses. The difference between a campus and a church house is you really don't have paid staff. Mm -hmm. You don't have a ton of debt because yes. mm -hmm. uh, people are doing mm -hmm. their house. Mm -hmm. And you don't have live worship yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they watch the worship leaders, which aligns even the music. Because to me, music is not about necessarily feeling. Absolutely. The music is about theology being downloaded or memorized. Mm -hmm. And so that's the heartbeat is how we know you're aligned theologically. Mm -hmm. Well, before you can launch mm -hmm. one as a, mm -hmm. an official Bunna Life, yes. it's a theological alignment, right? Yeah. But then after that, it's the sermons are really based around mm -hmm. Pastor Phil. And then the discussion is based around the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. through what the Holy Spirit laid on Pastor Phil. Absolutely. So that's our model of mm -hmm. church houses. Mm. It is awesome, guys. That's all I can say. It is such a honor and blessing to be a part of that, just to have that, as we we're talking about today, um, that biblical teaching, that sound doctrine, the whole gospel being shared, mm -hmm. the whole truth of the Bible being told, um, not parts, not cut and paste theology, mm -hmm. um, sound teaching, and just being encouraged. Uh, one of the amazing things about Abundant Life, about Pastor Kyle and about the staff there. They are truly one of the most encouraging people. I've never felt so encouraged. Our family has never felt encouraged um, that they are up here. Uh, Pastor Kyle came all the way, from, like I said, from Kansas City. We have Pastor Phil's just going to make a quick trip in to go and encourage the body here. And as we heard from somebody today in the church house, they said, that for me mm -hmm. meant everything. That, like she said, how are you different than listening to yeah. any other online Church service. How are you different? Yes, obviously theology, you make sure everything's with scripture, but how are you different? And she said that you are willing mm -hmm. to come and take the time to be here and encourage us. She said that for me made it personal. Yeah. And to me, um, this isn't a viewing party. Mm -hmm. This isn't uh, thanks for joining us. Yes. To me, this is uh, the online church. And so if I have the title of online mm -hmm. pastor, Absolutely. then people from literally around the world, there's a lot of them, mm -hmm. but the ones that go, hey, this is my church, I'm called mm -hmm. biblically yeah. to shepherd, yes. and then biblically called mm -hmm. to equip so that the saints mm -hmm. can do the work of ministry mm -hmm. in their communities. And so I want to be there. I want to be there to be like, hey, what are y'all processing? What are y'all thinking about? 
And I want to not be this person on a screen. And Pastor Phil doesn't want to either. Mm -hmm. And so this is our favorite thing to do. This is uh, what we think is the future. Mm -hmm. It's like the ancient future is what Pastor Phil would say. Where the the original church Mm -hmm. and houses would have Paul come and visit and really build family. Like there were some churches he hadn't been to yet. He'd still write a letter Mm -hmm. and then he was trying to get there. And that's what we believe is it's, yes, you can make relationships Mm -hmm. over Zoom. Mm -hmm. We're not against that. Absolutely. That's a part of the Mm -hmm. online world. Yeah. But when you touch and you hug and you're in the room, Absolutely. something special happens and you really do feel connected as one of the persons on the church said today. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Or maybe it might be also play basketball with your children. <laughs> you're, I beat you, bro. Just be honest. <laughs> you did awesome. Pastor Kyle did awesome. Even after a foot surgery. I mean, he was out there playing with the kids. And I will just tell you how much that means to my children, mm-hmm. just to, for right for my husband and I to see that, and the kids. That's just such mm-hmm. a connecting point. It's not just that person we hear at the end of our messages. It's someone who came to take the time to get to know them and spend time with them. It just means it just means mm-hmm. the world to us and them. So we just so appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked a little bit about this and touched on some of it, but I want to talk about how there's this idea of not going to a local church means that you're not being really engaged with your community. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up, and so I don't know what your story is or anybody on listening story is, but I grew up, and there was this kind of like, um, go to church, and unintentionally, I really believe this, mm-hmm. unintentionally it was, that's what the church does. It gathers at a time period usually around sunday morning Mm -hmm. for about an hour an hour and a half we sing and we listen to the sermon and then we usually go home and mom or dad has cooked a really nice meal (laughs) right like uh, if it was new year's day we had collard greens yeah yeah so that for me i didn't really grow up around the church when Mm -hmm. we did that's that's Mm -hmm. what my church experience Mm -hmm. was and so i i think there's a misconception there's a blaming of online for something that was already happening. Mm-hmm. You were disengaged from your community, and I would say, I, I, I don't know New Richmond, I don't know most mm-hmm. of the world, but mm-hmm. I, I would say, it's not about going to a building that makes you engage or disengage. Absolutely. It's about you being equipped and empowered to reach your local community. And so, if you pay mm-hmm. a rent on a building, that doesn't mean you're making an impact. Um, I, I would argue that no building doesn't mean that the church isn't mobile. The reason why I say that mm-hmm. is um, in China, India, mm-hmm. and I'm blanking on the last one, Iran, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. they are, um, that's where the church is growing the fastest. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating is it's illegal to be a Christian there. Yep. And if it's illegal to be a Christian there, you can assume there's probably not church buildings. Mm -hmm. And so not going to a physical church in your community, but doing church with other believers, trying to make an impact, trying to reach the lost, trying to disciple people, trying to obey Jesus, whether you have a building and rent or not, you are making an impact. Absolutely. And so that's why I think this is biblical though it's a different it's still pursuing the mission and it's still pursuing the message of Jesus. Absolutely. It's just a little different method. Absolutely. And here's what's really powerful. 
it also empowers the non-clerical person to like like actually reach their community where a lot of times in the past we've gone that's the pastor's job not the believer's job and i just think that's jesus would say something different about that so oh i that is absolutely all the things that we have seen just some of it even just play out in our own church house just seen between my husband like we're talking about that leadership piece um it's just it's just amazing just that fellowship and what that i like that that ancient what did they call it? Ancient, ancient future ancient ancient future because that is what it was and i know it seems outside the box mm-hmm. even for us i've gone to church my whole life since mm-hmm. i was probably in the womb and i've been there mm-hmm. my whole life it is definitely different and it's just it's just i really think just like you said it's what the origins of what god was saying mm-hmm. and we just have to like you said to us many times leave those preconceived ideas mm-hmm. of what you think church has to be like what you've been taught your whole life and really just look at what the scripture says mm-hmm. and what they're doing and that i'm i'm telling you everyone this is what we see going on in our little spot in the in the world mm-hmm. we see people being equipped with sound doctrinal teaching encouraged and then obeying what mm-hmm. God says and discipling. And it is just one of the most beautiful things. And, and let me say this. Mm-hmm. We're not against. We have mm-hmm. very large yes. campuses. Yes. Yes. We have campuses that have programs like where you are being like marriage and divorce and all these things. And the church house won't have those. Yes, yes. But I think there might be some marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm because of the community and the discipleship that's happening so they're both necessary they're both needed uh and we're Mm -hmm. i'm not against that like that's not what we're saying it's just going hey um the mega church isn't for everybody Mm -hmm. the church house is not for everyone absolutely and that's what makes it really beautiful because our church specifically Mm -hmm. about life and i would encourage you if you're a pastor to Mm -hmm. pray about this Mm -hmm. because it's allowing the believer to still be a part of your church, just doing it a little differently. And what maybe just fits their family. Yep. Maybe like, you know, if like some of the people I see who are in our church house, you know, they've tried mm-hmm. connecting in their local church and that just, they just never really felt connected mm-hmm. for whatever reason mm-hmm. that, and I, this in our church house, you definitely are going to be connected. Yep. You cannot hide. Yep. You cannot hide. Now, if you want to be ambiguous and get in and get mm-hmm. out, then this mm-hmm. is definitely not the place for you. You need to go somewhere where mm-hmm. that's bigger and what would fit your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you're right. It is, is, I love going to Abundant Life. We've been down there. We couldn't be more encouraged when we're on site. And then we're just as encouraged here, mm-hmm. just as encouraged here. So mm-hmm. it is what God is leading you to and directing your family, what fits yeah. best. Uh, we have heard and kind of touched a little bit on this. Um, that somebody said like watching online or can feel a little cold, a little distant. Yeah. What does abundant life do to help you feel engaged and connected in the community? Yeah, I think that's so, um, here's what I'll say a little differently. Mm-hmm. I'll come at it from mm-hmm. a different sure. angle than what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a vacation several months ago. Mm-hmm. It was my, um, anniversary trip. We went to Florida and I got back, and people who are part of my community in Lee Summit, uh, 
didn't like really talk about going. I'm just, I don't talk a mm-hmm. lot about mm-hmm. what things I'm doing outside mm-hmm. of work. Mm-hmm. And um, our community said, hey, I saw you were in Florida. How was that? What was your favorite part? And something clicked in my head that um, online isn't cold. Mm-hmm. It's just a method to build intimacy. Mm-hmm. Because what happened when they asked me how Florida was mm-hmm. is I use a thing called social media that we can think is cold. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw people in real life, it created the starting of a conversation point. Mm-hmm. So we skipped small talk yes. to ask about Excellent. deeper mm-hmm. things. And so another example I'll get is I can come here mm-hmm. and legitimately uh, when you're tired mm-hmm. and you're in physical you can put on, let's say, a Kansas City Chief Games in yeah. my right Kansas City, yeah. and you cannot talk for three hours, eat food, wave goodbye, and go back home. Mm-hmm. Now, are you warm? Sure, mm-hmm. but there was no intimacy created. Absolutely. It'd be like going on a first date. You know, yeah. like you took me to the movies. <laughs> We're supposed to get to know each other, right? Exactly. Or if you FaceTime it's really awkward to not talk. So there's not one, like I will will fully say, physical has the most potential, being in person has the most potential. And there's some, like you can't get that over digitally. But it's not necessarily better. Mm -hmm. It's just how you use them that creates warmth. So a great story from Abundant Life Online is I have, leaders in Canada and Massachusetts and Wisconsin and Iowa and two ladies one in Massachusetts one in Canada uh, both got COVID on separate days within two weeks of each other and they I called them and just said hey how are y'all feeling how you doing and they're like man I can't go anywhere and mm-hmm. and my local community like my neighbors aren't like bringing me anything they're saying you can just order stuff online and I said yeah you can what are you feeling? Yes. And there's a beautiful thing in our modern day that's called DoorDash. Yes. Where I delivered them groceries and hot soup to their front door, though I am legitimately thousands of miles away. Why? Because that's the world we live in. You can be physical and not utilize it, or you can be digital and utilize it as strongly as physical. So that's what we're doing to be warm is I actually say our online campus, though it can become mm-hmm. our largest, might mm-hmm. be our largest, mm-hmm. it actually needs to feel like our smallest Absolutely. because people are lonely. That's, yes. Some of them are seniors. They can't yes. leave their house. Yes. And so what's the church do with them? Because they can't get to the building anymore. Yes. Well, we actually have a church house and a senior living center mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's because there is people that can't. But how do we make them have intimacy, community, and some that can't have physical community with believers, yes. we create digital platforms in order to be a stopgap until they can disciple somebody, lead somebody to Jesus, mm-hmm. or find a local body of believers. So we're not trying to steal everybody. Yes. We're trying to be their stopgap or an equipping so they could become a part of a physical community where they are in the long run. I love that, Pastor Kyle. I love that. I, I totally agree. That is, that is a great perception. I think like, yeah, I mean, I think you can look at it like this from afar or you can use it for your advantage. Just like you said, I brought, I had soup delivered to those mm-hmm. people who were not feeling well when other people couldn't physically do that. Well, they could, but you know, maybe they just put it on the front door, but they didn't. 
you were hands and feet even mm -hmm. though you were so far away. Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful model. I mean, even, I just know like I'm in a small group, uh, connect group with, that we meet on Sunday mm -hmm. and um, with many different people, we're probably the youngest and we have some seniors. We have um, some people that are in the late 70s and mm -hmm. we have all varieties of ages, but mostly um, in the 70s and up. And um, just just encouraging them or just uh, having uh, a card sent. Mm -hmm. um, maybe just, um, I know this one was really struggling with just making her bills from maybe getting mm -hmm. in social security, it's not enough. And just being able to maybe, you know, send a card in a mm -hmm. few, you know, a little bit to help out a little bit and just to be that hands and feet, you know, while you're away. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. That can, they can feel that way, but if you use it in the correct manner, it can mm -hmm. bring that intimacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. Um, if someone was listening and would like to get connected with Abundant Life Online, mm. how could they do that? Yeah, honestly, really simply, if you go to Living Proof, L-I-V-I-N-G-P-R-O-O-F dot C-O, not com, C-O, and then do a slash, and then online, uh, you can find ministries that are, are starting to be created for digital community. You can find ways to serve your community. Uh, so we have a thing called Tip Your City. Uh, and tip Our City, I think we changed it. Yes. Uh, that literally there's a Sunday where every single person across Abundant Life, members across the world, we encourage to literally not tithe that mm -hmm. Sunday mm -hmm. and take that money they were going to tithe and give it to their waiter when yes. they go to lunch. Mm -hmm. And so those are the type of things. There's um, uh, there's love our city, there's tip our city, there's all these different mm -hmm. things that we're doing to try to go beyond just Kansas City Absolutely. that you can actually join in. Whether that's, uh, we're trying to do region, we're trying to do financial peace, we're trying to do groups, we're trying to do paradigm fusion where you oh, can family actually, ministry family ministry, mm -hmm. so many things to help equip you, but also if you are having trouble or maybe um, you're a younger generation and go, I feel uncomfortable or my parents won't, don't want me to go to mm -hmm. a big 300-person, 500-person youth ministry. Yeah. You can still be a part over Zoom. Awesome. And in the long run, we just want to equip people to be a kingdom ambassador wherever they are, not just attending services. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes Abundant Life I know there's other churches that are doing it. I, um, you know, wanting that same thing to not just be attenders, but to be living proof of a loving God mm -hmm. to a watching world. And I just am so blessed. Um, just Abundant Life does that so well. Mm -hmm. The leadership down from Pastor Phil on and the staff, you and Pastor Chad, and your, the leadership is exemplary and the character of all the leaders mm -hmm. um, is astounding. Uh, so we're just so blessed to be a part of that and so blessed uh, to be um, a part of this movement, a mm -hmm. part of this movement, um, this out-of-the-box thinking, but really isn't out-of-the-box, mm -hmm. it's scriptural. And um, it's just been such a blessing to our family, mm -hmm. such a blessing and to the people that are a part of it that we get to gather with. And before I, I haven't, I'll share a little story. You know, before we went to church, uh, we go in, you know, visit a couple people, and we've been there 20 plus years since the church planted, mm -hmm. and been integral part of leadership, multiple mm -hmm. different areas, and still just say hi to a couple mm -hmm. people, um, even if I wasn't serving, or my husband wasn't serving, or the children, and um, 
now this is it's amazing how this can be so much of a community and we feel so much more connected. Mm-hmm. Um, even one of the families did go to, actually two of the families went to our church before and um, that we went to prior. And I would say I truly know them now. Mm-hmm. I truly am getting to know them now. And they stay and instead of just come in and come out, we, we visit for, I think we visited mm-hmm. for maybe 45 yeah. minutes before the service started. Mm-hmm. We then had prayer requests and that. And then after that, we did get to have a special time of a potluck and you know they stayed till about three Mm -hmm. and we just had community Mm -hmm. and it was so beautiful and having been at that other church i just we didn't have that Mm -hmm. same feel and um we just feel so blessed to have that with our family i know it's just been such a encouragement to all of us and that's the dna and just so you hear it's not about building necessarily i mean if god were to go hey kyle you need to move yes and let's let's do an actual Mm -hmm. campus that's great because the truth is we always want to be obeying jesus where he's calling so it's just a different method we're Mm -hmm. not trying to reinvent the wheel we're just going hey let's just do what we see Mm -hmm. the bible church do and so with that the goal is never to like blow this thing out. The goal and why I tell every single church house leader is if your house gets too, like mm-hmm. there's no room left, who's the leader? Who are you discipling and empower them mm-hmm. and send them with mm-hmm. another, like several of the other families to go and lead in their specific neighborhood community. In the long run, you actually fulfill the great commission because it's a, a church in mm-hmm. every neighborhood. Imagine if there was church houses all across your city, mm-hmm. but they were all aligned and came together like once a month and like just had a huge meal where they were just telling stories about how God was Absolutely. discipling and evangelizing their neighborhoods. And it can mm-hmm. start with anyone that just, God goes, you need to do this. And if you don't feel equipped, I wanna help. We wanna help. It's not that hard. And the truth is, you don't have to know all the answers. Here's a great thing. Just listen to the voice of the Lord and respond in obedience. And when you don't have the answers, I got your back. Pastor Phil's got your back. And we can help you with that theological issue. Because it's better to go, I don't know. Because the truth is, there's things that we don't know. Absolutely. Because God is really, really beautiful. And we knew everything. I don't know if God would be as beautiful as he truly is. He's above us. Mm -hmm. Like we can't wrap our minds around him. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. That's, that's, that's what I, uh, see happening here. And it is just the beautiful gift of, um, community, discipleship, loving one another and, uh, being truly the church really being the church and Mm -hmm. not that you can't be the church and go to a building not meaning that you can do that too but just this is where god called us and like prior we were praying for this we were praying Mm -hmm. god what do you want us to do and we didn't have it all together we didn't have um oh oh do you even know what a house church i mean yes we knew what a church Mm -hmm. house is we did know what it was from scripture but my husband like you said he when we were talking about this before he had he had paralysis because he was analyzing everything and he um how is this going to work or how are we going to fit the people where are we going to go and it was just that we needed to obey Mm -hmm. and you were there every step of the way to encourage us to say hey guys we can work this out even with your schedules it doesn't have to look a certain way just be obedient 
to what God is calling you to. Mm-hmm. And um, this has happened to be what he called us to. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we're just, we're walking it out. We had one person the first Sunday, the next we went to 20. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And my, I looked at my hubby and said, I think we're doing this. And he's like, I guess we are. Uh-huh. So God is just amazing. He's just amazing. So if God is telling you to do that, take that step of obedience, whatever that may be. Your mm-hmm. next step, as they always say mm-hmm. at Abundant Life, take your next step. Mm-hmm. And what is your next step for you and your family? Um, yeah, that's just such a blessing, Pastor Kyle. Yeah. Such a blessing. How can we pray for you and how can we yeah. pray for Abundant Life? Yeah, for for me, um, I know this will be dated at this point, but if you want to pray for my wife and mm-hmm. I, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're asking, uh, like, the assembly yeah. to join us. We're trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have any kids. I'm getting older, and uh, my wife never gets older, so she's just staying the same. But, <laughs> uh, we would just long to have our first little baby, so um, and so there's there's stuff behind that, but mm-hmm. if you could pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then really for the church, um, from church house leaders to staff members to, to just volunteers greeting people as they mm-hmm. come in. Uh, I regularly pray for Pastor Phil, our executives, to have wisdom Mm -hmm. and for protection. Absolutely. Um, I pray Solomon's wisdom because that's what he asks. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then James says if we ask, he'll give it to us if we ask with faith. Absolutely. And and then protection uh, because truthfully, um, here's just authentically, every single time a person comes saying, I want to start a church house, it's been fascinating to watch the um, warfare that literally starts happening around them. And so that's why I say we need protection because mm-hmm. if Absolutely. if our church house leaders are feeling that, yep. then how much is our pastors feeling that? How How Absolutely. is the enemy trying to take something down Absolutely. that's trying to make an impact, literally, of disciples around the world? And so well wisdom and protection, um, I know that's vague, but I think that would actually change the world. I think I think those are absolutely spot on. Those are what we pray for for um, for the staff, and um, we're we're feeling that too. Um, we're not uh, newbies to warfare mm-hmm. and um, to getting in, you know, doing things for the kingdom that are risky, mm-hmm. and uh, what comes with that is a lot of warfare. Uh, but God's greater, and we mm-hmm. thank Him so much for that and for His protection and for his love but exactly if we feel that on this little scale Mm. what is that like for the pastors to feel that Mm. and pastor phil and pastor kyle and pastor chad Mm. and um, all the staff in leadership yeah that is absolutely something we need to pray for so i would love to pray i would love to Mm. pray now and close us out all right dear heavenly father i just thank you and praise you so very very much lord i thank you god for pastor kyle and for his willingness to be here lord Um, Just what an encouragement it is to our church house. But just I pray it was such an encouragement to the listeners, Lord God, that they um, would hear about all the things that Abundant Life is doing and just what God's word says. And they're just living it out and doing it, Lord God. And I'm encouraging others to do the same. So, Father God, we just thank you and praise you so much for Abundant Life, for the staff. Lord Jesus, we just pray a blessing upon them. Um, we exactly what Pastor Kyle said, wisdom, um, discernment, clarity, and protection in Jesus' name. Um, Father God, all the things that they do, um, the, the teaching the whole counsel of God, um, that is not really accepted in this culture. 
and it's not a favorable thing and the enemy doesn't like that. So Lord God, um, we thank you that he does that anyway. We thank you for the authenticity of the leadership, each one of them authentic, vulnerable, um, transparent, Father mm -hmm. God. We appreciate that so much. Um, just to learn and you are a person, you're in leadership, but you are a person in real with real feelings and things just like we have. Mm -hmm. And it just is another connecting point. So Father God, we just thank you for that so much. Father God, I pray so much, Father God, for Pastor Kyle mm -hmm. and uh, his dear wife, Sarah. I pray, Father God, a blessing, a blessing and favor over them, Lord God. I ask, Father God, that you would give them the desires of their heart, Lord Jesus. And Father God, I know that they will be wonderful, wonderful parents. One day, Lord Jesus, I just pray and believe you and trust you, Father God, to work in a way that only you can. That you can heal, you can move, you can do whatever needs to be done, Lord Jesus. We've seen that throughout Scripture with Sarah and Hannah and on and on and on with many people throughout Scripture, Lord God. And I pray those some of those same prayers, Lord God. So we believe you and we trust you, Lord Jesus, that you will do this, Lord God. We know they will be wonderful parents who love and train their children in the righteousness of the Lord. So, Father God, we believe you and we trust you for this. And we can't wait for that great celebration, Father God, of when we hear that they will have a child, Lord God. Mm. So we're just believing you for this, Lord. We just pray a blessing upon them and our time, Lord Jesus. And just pray, Father God, that most importantly, that people will hear that the truth of that they're loved, that they're cherished, that they're chosen by God, that he, um, the sinless son of man, came mm. to this earth, Father God to give himself as the perfect sacrifice for our sin, our shame, our all the things that we do, Lord God, that do not, without him, all of it is mm -hmm. sin. Mm -hmm. And um, so, Lord God, thank you for sending your son to come, on, come to this earth, take our sin and shame upon yourself, Lord God, to go to the cross, to die, Father God. And then three days later, you did something that no one else has ever done. You came back to life, Lord Jesus. And you are alive in a living God who offers hope and freedom and salvation to all people, Father mm -hmm. God. So I pray, Jesus, that people would hear this podcast, that they would come to know who you are. Maybe they're a, someone who's gone to church all their life. They have the knowledge of mm -hmm. God, but they've never truly surrendered their life to Jesus. I've been that. I've been mm -hmm. that person who sat there through church, and I knew about Jesus, and I did or did it when I was young, but I never truly surrendered my life. So, Father God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that they would um, surrender their whole heart to Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Or maybe you're someone who, this is the first time you're hearing about this. You, uh, there's many people all over the world that listen to this podcast. And, Lord Jesus, you've never, they've never heard about you and what you've done. So, Father God, I pray, Jesus, that you would touch their hearts. Father God, I pray that they would say, I need a Savior. Something's missing in my life. Mm -hmm. And I need, some, I need this Lord, this King, this person that would be willing to die for me where I am take my sin and shame upon himself and then die and rise again mm -hmm. and give himself as a sacrifice for all of us. So Father God, I just pray that you would touch hearts, Lord God, that they would surrender their lives to you and they would find their hope and eternity in you, Father mm -hmm. God. So we just thank you and praise you for the honor to have this podcast and to be able mm -hmm. to proclaim your name and to glorify you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Kyle, for being on the podcast. I am honored, and we are all oh. so blessed. Oh, I'm honored. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I pray that you put your trust in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and that you're encouraged in your walk with Him. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.